It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is, cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it! What's up, Cougar fans? Welcome to another episode of Cause Monday on the Hive Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Dan, and you might notice that Jake is not hosting, but it's just me in the studio today, and and we'll talk a little more about that later. But first, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search at the Hive Sports, and if you're on Apple, please give us a five-star rating and review. We really appreciate the ratings, and and we are excited to talk about BYU because BYU is one of the biggest brands in the state. You know, there's the Jazz and and the flagship university of the LDS Church is BYU. And so today we're going to answer some mailbag questions, maybe talk a little about Christmas, and then we'll talk about an opportunity that we have for you to get more involved with the podcast. So that's all coming up on a Cause Monday episode on December 27th, 2021. So first of all, I just would love to hear how your Christmas went um, and and in what ways did you involve BYU in your Christmas? Did you give BYU presents? Did you possibly have a watch party of the um, de facto championship in Hawaii? But I, I mean... Actually, Vanderbilt won the championship because they beat BYU, but BYU won on Saturday. It was the only team to play on Saturday, so, so some people were joking that um, they did win, but I think they would have won had they beaten Vanderbilt, and then Stan- Stanford just wasn't able to play because of COVID issues, and so because Vanderbilt beat BYU, they were able to snag it. And, um, and I know there was some complaint about the referee, and, and, we'll, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. We have several mail, mailbag questions sent in from one of our, our favorite listeners. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to know what, how you may have involved BYU. Uh, personally, I just want to share that. Yeah, I, I, I did watch the game. It, it was between that and NBA games, there was a smorgasbord of, of games that we were, we were still able to watch. Um, maybe we weren't able to watch as many games because of of COVID and there's more bowl games being canceled this week. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, but it, it does look like Omicron is taking storm. And, and you know, when that happened last time, BYU had a season for the ages, right? The 2020 season for BYU football. I mean, at first some people were like, like the, the you and Aggie fans I know were like, ha ha, you, like you guys aren't, you're, the schedule went like from 12 people, 12 opponents down to like one or two at one point. But BYU just kind of hand pieced a schedule and the credit to them for doing well. But um, so present, present wise, I want to know like what BYU stuff did you get? Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to ask this on Twitter. It, it'll be fun to interact. And um, yeah, just from my personal experience, so some of you guys might know I'm I'm an Aggie fan. My my handle is actually at USC the Right Blue. I'm who knows maybe I'll maybe I'll change that at some point. I don't want to 
anger too many of you people with that because I, I believe BYU is a great blue too. I, I basically love all blue teams. Um, the Jazz have a little blue in it, and blue has just always been my favorite color since I'm a kid, so that's why I didn't gravitate towards the Utes, right? I mean, they're still a team in the state, and I still like to cover them. But, um, yeah, for some reason, it's just I, – I don't know if people base their fandom off of colors, but I think subconsciously I kind of did. But, anyways, um, so – Present-wise, I have a father-in-law who's a big BYU fan, and I feel like if, if, if you're a big fan, you, you want to hit up a couple of stores. One of the first stores that I just found random stuff around the holidays before is Marshall's. You can find one at the outlets. That's where we always go, and so, sometimes there's just random stuff. Usually, it's just a clothing store, but they have a lot of knick-knack stuff. I got him. I think we've gotten BYU puzzles there. Um, that they're really into puzzles, and if you're a BYU fan, it's like, it's it's fun to, I've seen some weird ones, just memorabilia, or a bunch of crazy BYU fans just standing behind a TV, like, screaming, like, I, I can just picture some of you guys um, are pretty diehard, so I, I don't know, when I, whenever, whenever I go to a game, it seems like most of the people around me are pretty calm, I haven't usually sat by the crazy diehards, but um, and one game I, I got for my father-in-law in the past year, so not, not this Christmas, but we got him the BYU checkers, and as a kid, I just loved playing checkers, so I believe last Christmas, or I can't remember if it was Christmas or Father's Day or when we got it for him, but we played, and I think we split. Like, he beat me once, and then I beat him once in the, in the BYU checkers, so that's a fun one, and this year, my wife actually got me Aggie Jenga. Uh, and I was surprised because I was thinking, like, in Utah County, I don't see a lot of Aggie stuff being sold. Most of the Aggie stuff I see being sold is in Logan, Utah, where, where I, I lived for about 15, 17 years. So, um, so, so, so it, it was cool to see that. We got that, and um, we probably didn't know the rules because we were, like, trying to hold it in place while <laughs> pushing the block through, both of us. I really wanted my father-in-law to knock it down first because even though that's technically a loss I feel like it's a win for him right because if you're knocking down uh, a USU building and you're a BYU fan it's like yeah let's let's knock it down and destroy it like <laughs> like they're some, some of the sports teams do sometimes um US, BYU's had had their number on all teams in this state I think the only time the only in-state opponents I think the Cougars have lost to this year correct me if I'm wrong, but this school year is USU soccer, so props to our soccer team. We, we did pretty well in the regular season, but we didn't, didn't win our tournament and didn't go to the NCAA tournament. So BYU had the better season, but we had the better head-to-head win, and that's always a fun, fun debate. And, um, and then UVU basketball, which was a head-scratcher, but it was just a lot of stuff went wrong for BYU, and UVU just got that win in overtime at, at UVU, and some people are probably wondering, why are we playing a school that small? Small Usually UVU goes to BYU because BYU is a big school and everything. But, um, but yeah, it was cool to see Mark Pope's return. He, when he was at um, UVU, he got an upset in the Marriott Center over Dave Rose. So that was in 2016. So one thing I will brag about for a minute, I know this is a BYU podcast, I won't spend on it 
much time on it. USU has not played UVU as many times as BYU. Otherwise, we probably would have lost to them. But ironically, we've never have. Mark Pope, once, I think the closest he got was he lost to us by a point down there in Orem. So it'd be interesting to see if, if they do rematches. I know Mark Madsen is doing some good things down there. And a lot of BYU fans are probably hoping UVU goes and wins the WAC. In fact, some of them, I know Jake Sorensen, the guy that usually hosts this podcast, he actually wore some green to the game and was happy to just to see his alma mater. He's a diehard BYU fan, but um, I know it's interesting because like, BYU is a tough school to get into, so a lot of you probably didn't go to BYU. Some of you, I, I know some USU fans that are um, closet BYU fans because if you announce it to the world there, you might have some people yell at you, so, but... Um, at UVU, I'm, I'm sure there's BYU fans there as well because they, they don't have a football team, and football is king. So if you like football in Utah County, your your only choice is BYU for at least that area. I mean, you can you could cheer for Utah, which is just a neighbor 40 miles to the north. But anyways, uh, I'll, I'll throw a question on Twitter here. But, but yeah, let me know what BYU stuff did you get that you, or did you do around the holidays that you were most excited about? Um, a couple weeks ago, I went to the USU versus BYU game, so congrats. You, you got the Aggies and Utes in, in football and basketball. I, we, we fell behind by a lot, and um, or the Aggies fell down by high, behind by a lot and tried to come back, but it was just a little too little too late. But um, I think all the teams in the state are looking like they have a shot at the NCAA tournament. They might need to still do some work. I, th- I think the Aggies are in the bubble. The BYU is the only team that seems safely in um, at this point. Some of the smaller schools like SUU and Weber will need to do more work to get in. But anyways, with that being said, let's let's dive into some of the, the questions we got here. So at BoyCoy32, he's one of my favorite follows on the, the Hive Sports, and he's won a couple of our um, giveaways. I think he won... Some Aggie ice cream tickets, actually. We, we had an ice cream battle but last year during COVID. I, I was just bored, so I was like, why don't we just do some polls? And we had this poll of all these flavors of BYU versus... Um, we had a BYU bracket and a USC bracket. And in the finals, I believe Aggie Blue Mint won. But, um, but, but we had people who voted or retweeted um, and stuff were able to enter to win. And so he... he I, I, I can't remember. I think he, he got one of the tickets to, to one of them. Maybe he got a ticket to the BYU creamer, actually. And, and we, we, we drew one Aggie winner and one BYU winner. So anyways, he comes in with a couple, several questions. And I don't know if we'll get to all of them. But some of them are kind of lengthy, and maybe we'll answer at a later point. But I'll just give you my opinion, and you can reach out to me. If, at thehivesports at gmail.com is a great place. Or just DM us on Twitter. So... Um, the first one, so with that disclaimer, yes, yeah, some might be lengthy and won't be able to answer now. So does their performance over the last two seasons, I'm assuming means football, signal the start of sustainable, a sustainable run or success, or is it merely an aberration? I think it's going to be success. It might be hard to see it at first because in the Big 12 in 2023, you better be ready because... I feel like BYU, I don't think they'll go 5-7 and seven like the Utes did a couple of the years. I think the Utes' first year, they actually did pretty well in 2011. But t- 2012, 2013, they fell back a bit and had some close losses, went 5-7. and seven. Um, 
I don't. I, I mean, 2020 after that, honestly, from my perspective, I was like, oh, is that real? But, um, but they proved that it was real because they, I mean, they did beat up on the Pac-12 and Pac-12 hasn't been great this year. We'll, we'll admit that. But, but BYU still beat up on them, um, went 5-0, and and they beat an ACC team in Virginia. Um, so I think they, if I'm correct, they only lost one game to a Power 5 opponent. So I think that's 6-1 and one versus Power 5. So their only loss was to Baylor um, in the Power 5. And then they did lose to a 7-5 and five Boise team as a G5, but it's hard to win all games, right? And Boise creamed my Aggies, I think 26-3, but we still won the Mountain West. So football's weird sometimes. So to answer your question, Boyd Cloy, yes, I think after... So BYU got... What, what did they get? Nine... No, they went 10-2 and two in the regular season, and then they lost their bowl game, so... Um, and, and we'll get to that in a little bit. So I think they are, are back. I don't know if they're going to be winning a national title sometime, anytime soon, but they'll have a better chance for better bowls, like New Year's Six Bowls. Um, I think you'll see one or two Big 12 teams. Usually the winner of the Big 12, I think, this year the Big 12 wasn't doing super well. They didn't get a team in, in the New Year's Six. So um, usually you'd see maybe one, or I mean, they didn't get a team in the college football playoff. My bad. But um, usually in, in some years, you'd see Oklahoma or, or some Big 12 team. I think Oklahoma is the only team that make the college football playoff in this area, so that's crazy. But you, you'd only see one team make the playoff, and then the Sugar Bowl is kind of like the Rose Bowl is for the Utes. Um, so I saw some BYU fans were saying, what emoji are we going to use to go crazy on when, when, the, when BYU makes the Sugar Bowl? Because you see roses in all of the um, handles of Ute fans on Twitter. Some people were thinking it could be the little sucker emoji or chocolate emoji or pick your poison. They don't really have a emoji of, of a bowl full of sugar. But um, thanks, Boyd Coy. I, I, I think, yeah, we can safely say that, that they're back, maybe not 1984 back, but that era, you know, where they were starting to win win games. I think it's important that they they start winning some bowl games. I mean, they, they did win the bowl game last year. This one... Um, we'll get to in in a minute, but I think it's important that they get bowl eligible in in the Big 12 area. Um, you got to at least get those six seven games. Uh, make sure that Kalani's extension is worth it. Um, next year it'll be interesting to see how how BYU does if Tyler Algier comes back. If if they have to replace a lot of talent, I mean they had to replace Zach Wilson. Oh, and um, little tangent here. Shout out to Zach Wilson for, for winning against the number one overall pick um, in the Jacksonville Jaguars yes, last, last Sunday night. So he had a really fast um, rushing touchdown, a 52-yard one. I think they said it set the record for a Jets quarterback. So, so, that, so that's cool. The next question is, does the uh, – let me make sure I read this right here. Does the bad loss in the bowl game tarnish the legacy of the 2021 team despite six P5 wins, um, five and over the Pac-12, and finally beating Utah, etc.? So, Boyd Coy, 32, to answer your question, it does, but I see, I feel like BYU fans are really trying to cope and remind themselves, self-talk themselves in, into this being a good season because it is a good season. I will say that, but... It, it was a brutal loss. 
Um, UAB is the third team in the conference USA, and you feel like BYU had chances to win that. And they, they, they felt like, okay, even with our backup, because I think Jaron Hall was a little beat up, and so they were saying, we're only going to use him in an emergency situation. Well, um, it was kind of an emergency. Like um, You look at Tyler Algier, um, they just really tried to use that to win. The defense, I don't think, played great. Um, I know some of you guys are saying fire to Iaki. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen under Kalani Sataki's watch. They're, they've been buddies ever since they've been in the coaching game. Sometimes it, it is a business, and who knows? Um, BYU might have some turnover with just, I mean, you saw Jeff Grimes got promoted to be OOC at um, the offensive coordinator at Baylor. So, anyways, to answer that question, I think that yeah, it was it's definitely a good season. It's it, it's hard because the reward for BYU, and I know a lot of BYU fans were saying our reward is to play in the Independence Bowl. Um, I, I remember it was kind of cool just reading up on the history of it though. It's it used to be called the Bicentennial Bowl because it started in 1976, 200 years after the Declaration of Independence and. I saw a lot of my BYU friends, so Jake Sorensen went, and um, I, I, I think he ended up getting sick. I can't remember what they ate there, but um, glad to hear he's better. But it was raining there. It was, doesn't sound like the ideal trip if you're there. I, I wish I had gone, personally, I had gone to the LA Bowl for USU. It was really good, but I got to watch that. I watched both games. It, they were kind of back-to-back, like BYU was first, and then USU was right after that, and um, so I think BYU having the bragging rights in state, like even in years, I remember I was on an LDS mission, but I remember in 2010, USU broke a 17-year streak over BYU, so I was kind of happy and crowing about that when I got home, but some of my friends reminded me, well, USU went 4-8, and eight and BYU had a better season, they went to a bowl game, and, and but I was like, well, um, head-to-head, sometimes <laughs> that is it, 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 it's fun to win head-to-head because you still have the scoreboard bragging rights, and I'm seeing a lot of scoreboards um, back and forth because basically BYU fans, if any you or, or Aggie fans, if any of us or if any, if any of them, I'll just stay neutral here, but if any person that lost to BYU says, oh, we had a better season, we're a better team than you, we didn't lose to UAB, all you have to do is throw a scoreboard um, on there, I see some BYU fans. They do that, and that's like the trump card. And and other fans can argue hypothetically, like, oh, but USU and Utah are better at the end because they won their conference. But I mean, BYU went five and zero versus the Pac twelve, one and one versus the Mountain West. So, so yeah, there's some arguments to be made. But to answer your question, Boyd Koi thirty two, yes, BYU can still be happy about this season, and UAB. Maybe it prevents it from being, I would still say, the only disappointing part is you want to keep improving. And I think this season, I mean, if you just look at the regular season, that is on par, or at least in the same hemisphere, or at least in the same pantheon of 2020. But when you add the bowl games, BYU beat a good UCF team with Zach Wilson. And UCF was good. Dylan Gabriel was a good quarterback. They had a pretty good season last year, and um, and and the Cougars obliterated them. The Cougars obliterated 
basically every opponent except UT UTSA. They barely beat and um, they barely lost to Coastal Carolina last year. So um, it doesn't deter it from being a good season, but it it does make the 2020 season, the 2020 season, the COVID Kings of the 801, as as Jake um, Jake Sorensen would say in his Zach Wilson um, rap. You guys should look, go look that up. There's a Zach. Just search Zach Wilson on Apple Music or Spotify, and you'll find his single. Even as a USU fan, I find myself jamming out to that because I feel like he's a pretty good rapper. It's he's not like Fifty Cent. He's not like a. I I feel like he, Jake is actually a really good singer, and he's a good rapper. But it's hard to be like the best people that just like have the rhymes fall off the tip of their mouth. But yeah, props to Jake for that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I promised you there'd be at least one or two basketball questions because let, let, all right, let's put football in the rearview mirror. We're still going to be talking about different awards and honors as they come in and, and the, the NFL draft who's declaring, I think they're, I think Neil Pau declared and we're still waiting pins and needles for Tyler Algier. Personally, I hope he, I mean, he torched the Aggies last year. So besides that, I just feel like he's such a good running back. He could go get paid. This is a deep draft class, so maybe, I, I think it'd be hard for him to, to sniff the first round unless he has a really good combine, but um, yeah, we'll put that in the rearview mirror and talk about um, basketball here. Okay, so the last question is, will BYU win a conference tournament in the WCC, or are the Zags simply too much to overcome? I'll say they're a little too much to overcome. Uh, Gonzaga has had some crazy seasons where they've been undefeated for a while. Just last year, I think they lost them in the championship game to Baylor. Or, yeah, I want to say that that's what happened. Um, but but yeah, Gonzaga's pretty tough to beat. They, this year they lost to Duke and Alabama, so I think BYU could beat them in the regular season. It's just hump that might be hard to get over in the next two years. Mark Few's not going anywhere, and his uh, five-star recruits aren't going anywhere. So. Um, I think this this will be a competitive WCC though. Yeah, you have San Francisco only has one loss. St. Mary's BYU looking good. So I think um, if BYU can get a good seeding and avoid Gonzaga until the championship game, I think it's really important to get that two or three seed. So um, you can just avoid Gonzaga until the championship, and who knows? Maybe if they get decimated, if, if I mean you don't want to wish that, but if, if some people are hurt, or if they're just off their game, not not shooting well, then I could see that happening. So the last thing we're gonna do here is invite any of you, um, whether it's former players, coaches, or yeah, you the fans. We are looking for some more help with this podcast. Um, we know so so Jake, he's gonna be taking a little bit of a break. He was sick for a while, and I think he just needs a little bit of a a, a reset. Um, he he loves sports. He loves BYU, but um definitely want to keep this fun and and as long as it's fun you know I'm gonna I'm gonna keep keep doing this I I mean there's some days where where I'm tired but I mean I'm gonna keep doing the Aggie podcast and jazz podcast every week and I'll do a BYU as often as I can but to be honest I feel like you the fans love to have a diehard Cougar fan on here and honestly I I like BYU I'm I'm not a diehard fan like some of you because I mean I went to Utah State I was born um, and Provo to goodly parents of the BYU Cougars, but we, as we moved to Utah State, we kind of switched allegiances there, but still like BYU to win when they're not playing Utah State, but 
I just feel like there's some of you that are really big BYU fans, and so I'd love to have more of you on the podcast or even have someone that can fill in and be, be the host of the podcast and kind of run the show. Um, we can get um, guests. I think fans love to hear from players, and so we're going to try to get more, more pl- former players and current um, and just people involved with BYU. We had the BYU equipment truck guy, Billy Nixon. He was on. So it, it's cool to see. So uh, please, if you're interested, reach out to me. Let me know, and we'll, we'll get you set up. Um, looking forward to some great Cause Mondays. We usually record on maybe a Saturday or Sunday after the slate of, of games, and it's just something nice to do on a Sunday before we start our week. It's just a half hour. It's what we'd like to keep it at. But that does it for Cause Monday this week. Thanks for listening. And, yeah, we're hoping to see BYU in, in basketball really kill it in conference play with, with the men and women. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.